you have new glasses. I do. <laughs> You've noticed. You look smarter though. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a proper nerd now. Do you have like new headphones or something? Or are you just eating the cable as, as always do? I'm trying to readjust my cable to, so that the microphone is in front of me and I can really properly speak to the microphone. Uh, look, my new iPad Pro just got uh, some clothing. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just, just a moment ago, I noticed on, on Facebook. Yeah, so the smart cover is there. Right, it's, it's the one without the keyboard, huh? Yes. Do you have the keyboard one? No. Are you going to buy one? Nope, I don't want it. I I want to see if I can work on this without the external keyboard. I, I if I need an external keyboard, I have a small Zach Flex, is an old keyboard. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I just I don't feel like you know it's it's already big enough. You know I don't want to have more yes. bulk carrying all the time the keyboard with me. Actually, you know my iPad only thing was that the keyboard is optional. So having a keyboard all the time is like having a laptop. So why would I want it? Yeah. Uh, are you going to buy an Apple Pencil? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to get it, but nobody has it here. I mean, really, an Apple, on Apple.com website, you know, four weeks or five weeks or whatever. So, um, can get it. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so. I, I got to play with it in, in the Apple Store last week. How was it? It was nice. I mean, it's, it's pretty much what, what we do expect um i i first play with it with some uh third-party apps like paper and it, it wasn't so good i mean it was comfortable to the hand it was nice because the the tip is very 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 precise unlike most um and thin mm-hmm. yeah very thin unlike most ipad styli uh so that was nice but 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 there was a, a significant latency right? oh uh but but uh it seems like it's it's not anymore a limitation of iOS and the hardware, but rather um, of how apps use it. Because I've played with with the stylus in the Notes app, mm-hmm. and it was surprisingly good. Like the the latency is still there. I mean, you can see it, uh, but it's much much less than anything I've I've seen ever before. Like it's it's. It's far closer to to the feel of actually writing with a real pen or a pencil, right? Yeah. On on, on a piece of paper, it it it's it's much closer to to the reality. There, there's no longer this um, this uncanny valley where you try to write or or draw mm-hmm. as if you were using a pen, but it doesn't feel this way because you can see that that the smudge is is like you know an inch behind the, yeah. the tip, right? And so I actually tried, like, with with my wrist resting on the glass, just tried mm-hmm. to do some handwriting, um, and it felt surprisingly good. Okay. Yeah. So you said you say that third party apps like Paper are still not ready for it. There are still there's a more more lag than 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 the far more lag. Uh, I'm not mm-hmm. sure if they just didn't update to take advantage of of some uh, new iOS nine features that uh-huh. uh, allow you to reduce the latency. Uh, there's been some clever engineering there, uh, or maybe it's just that you know paper uses some some really clever you know very high fidelity rendering of of like different drawing tools. Mm-hmm. So that, that that it's possible that it's just far more expensive computationally, and it just takes this much time. Uh, 
Okay. But I mean, it's, it's really powerful hardware, so I, I don't know why, but, but I'm pretty sure it can be reduced. Yeah. So uh, speaking of that, um, the apps ready for iOS 9 and stuff, I'm really happy that, you know, um, I hope that our friendly Nozbe gets updated to, you know, uh, gets uh, accepted by App Store. Mm. But um, uh, I'm using right now the uh, 2.5 Nozbe from TestFlight. And um, yeah. it's really good to have apps ready for the iPad Pro split view and stuff. Because oh, yeah. so many apps surprisingly are not ready. I, 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 it's like having this deja vu of the iPhone 6 Plus last year when I got the 6 Plus and then half of the apps were just blurry and big and ugly. Yeah. And it's 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 similar right now with the iPad Pro apps that many are you know are blurry, ugly, and and are not just you know compiled for the iPad Pro. Uh, yeah, and I definitely noticed it uh, in the in the in the Apple Store. Uh, there are many very cool apps, but there are apps where were cool on the iPad Pro just as a sort of as an idea of of using this this big screen to like do some drawing or note taking or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, but are actually not updated at all. Uh, there, there, you know, it, it's not just that they didn't support split view, but they were just stretched up, you know, yeah, regular iPad size would didn't look so good. Yeah, I also play with um, with the 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 keyboard case. I, I don't know how it's called. This the smart smart yeah smart? the smart keyboard whatever thing yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it was quite okay. Uh, the the keys don't feel the same way. They don't feel as good as a real keyboard, but it's surprisingly okay. Mm. And it's cool in that if you actually want to use it a lot, uh, you don't have to like have this um, this separate sort of you know bulky plastic keyboard, the sort of stuff that I've seen you or, or Rafael use. Mm -hmm. But it, it's it also serves you know it's pretty much like a smart cover, just a bit thicker. Uh, so that's cool. But Unless I, I missed something, you can't fold the the keyboard case so to to sort of prop up the the iPad a little bit and not use the keyboard so that it lies like not flat, just a little tilted. Yeah. Like the only way, as far as I can tell, maybe I'm just stupid and can't use it, but the only way you can use it is is propped up like like a laptop screen with a keyboard like on on the desk, right? Yeah. So. That's not very cool if if it's true. Yeah, the the, the good thing with the with the Zag with this old Zag uh, Flex uh, Zag Keys Flex uh, thing that I have the, the this yeah. strong keyboard is that the cover of the keyboard actually can be used as a stand for the iPad. Yeah, and it supports uh, my iPad Pro, which is pretty heavy, in both vertical and horizontal views. Mm. So I can actually I can still replicate this you know a, you know big uh, screen in a vertical view to write. You know, uh, longer text. Like um, I was writing a column to to the to I magazine, one of the you know um, to the the leading uh, Polish lifestyle uh, magazine, and um, and and it was fun. It was fun to to write it like like this. Uh, but what is surprising with the iPad Pro is that I use it more in horizontal view than the than the than the traditional iPad. Because traditional iPad, I would always I would al almost always use in vertical really? view. Yes, hmm. I. That's why I didn't. I never liked these these covers because the, these old covers were. I mean, and were trying to make a laptop out of it. And and for me, iPad was mainly a vertical thing. Now with the iPad Pro, because it's so big, um, it's like having two two glued iPad Airs, you know, next ah, to each other. Right. So I start using it in a horizontal view, which is funny and surprising at, at the same time. Yeah, when I think about it, I I, I do mostly actually use my iPad. Uh, in portrait, 
unless I'm I'm watching like YouTube uh, or when I'm not like holding it in my hands on a couch, but but mm -hmm. for example, when I'm reading while eating breakfast or something, uh, then I would use the the smart cover to to prop it up, right? Yeah, yeah, and also um, I, I've, I've played with a few other things in the Apple Store. Uh, play with the the new keyboard, the the iMac keyboard. Yeah, um, I liked it. Mm -hmm. I I don't like how they changed the the arrow keys layout. I I think it's it's a bad decision. Uh, the way they they made the left right key to be full size because now I I can feel with my fingers where's the the up down. I mean, I, I guess I could, it's a little detail, but I don't like it. <laughs> but yeah. otherwise, uh, I, I feared that it would feel like the MacBook One keyboard, which just feels wrong. Like, mm -hmm. they don't feel like keys, they feel like buttons mm -hmm. on MacBook One. And this wasn't it. Uh, the, the keyboard is, is more flat, mm -hmm. which is good. And the, tr the key travel is, is less, but it still feels like a key. So that was nice. And uh, I really like the, the new... Uh, the new trackpad mm -hmm. uh, because it's just huge. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I play with the the new Apple TV. Yeah, how was the Apple TV? It was, I don't know. I see it was alright, but I just I just don't don't see a place for it in my life. Like there were some some games and I, I tried playing them, but I, I just I don't see why I would want to do that, right? And um, I mean, it, it it felt like a like a pretty nicely done product. The UI has. It's pretty okay, like the way you use this mm -hmm. this trackpad slash remote. Yeah, but I don't know. I guess it's just maybe not for me. But I haven't seen too much value in it. Yeah, I well, I will have to check this thing with the games because I'm not really a gaming kind of guy. So I don't know if it will just bring value to me because I mean, well, I appreciate what they're trying to do with the Apple TV, but um, but. For me, really, Apple TV is about you know playing content. And actually, um, in my living room, I just use one remote. It's a it's a Logitech you know Harmony remote, and mm. I use it for everything, including the Apple TV. So for me, uh, you know, to play content, it's enough. You know, and um, but I think it's more targeted to people who actually you know use games and stuff. I maybe because I have two Apple TVs at home, one in the living room and one in the bedroom. Maybe I will exchange one of them to the new one and then just try it out. I mean, I probably will do that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's it's not too expensive for an Apple product. It's like exactly $150, I think. Yeah, so for me, it would be, you know, a good thing to try. Yeah, and speaking of, uh, I've been to London. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> this time without me. Yeah, this time. <laughs> so how was London? Yeah, so uh, I was in London last week, and uh, there's always this podcast time distortion field going on, so the listeners don't know, but we actually recorded last like two weeks ago yeah um but last week uh, i've been to london um and one of the reasons why i came was to speak at this swift london meetup mm -hmm. um so I, I made i made a talk i made it a new talk a new talk based on a on a series of blog posts i've made before um i think it went really well i i liked the results though i haven't uh seen the video yet uh, it's it's not up online, I think. Um, the people seem to like it. There were some like I, I really like the the conversations afterwards, like how I I, I made certain uh, sort of put forth some ideas of how you can do sort of things in in Swift and 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 there were, there were cool like back and forth conversations with with people 
sort of backstage, right? Uh, and that was cool. And and also and also uh, on the meetup, I found out that at least two of the people there, two of the people I spoke to, are actually the podcast listeners. Yeah. So uh, big shout out to our podcast listeners who are in London. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so actually, Morgan, uh, who who's the organizer of Swift London and the Swift Summit conference I've been to back in March. Um, he's a listener. Uh, and I, I knew that he listened to the first few of our episodes because I know like he retweeted them and, and said a few nice things. But I just assumed that after a, a few episodes and the first few weren't that good, uh, <laughs> he stopped. But it turns out he's still a listener. So that was very nice. And also uh, one other guy um, uh, said he, you know, he, he has it in, in his ridiculously long list of podcasts in, in Overcast. Uh, and that's something that I didn't expect at all. So, so that's very nice. Uh, and otherwise, you know, I've been just uh, exploring the city, seeing stuff, doing stuff. It was cool. So you know now. Now I mean, the last episode we spoke about me, me feeling you know the podcast fame. Now you felt the podcast fame. So yeah, I did. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, I actually, it's the first time in like forever. It's the first time since since I've I've had a a MacBook uh, that I traveled somewhere and not just for a day or two in Poland, but you know like for a week. Uh, that I didn't take my laptop with me. Uh, I was I was uh, going iPad only, Michael style. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew that it would make you very happy. Just had my iPhone and my iPad Mini, and actually I run my my keynote from the iPad. Uh, someone someone from from the uh, Swift London crowd uh, was kind enough to bring their Lightning to HDMI adapter because I, I didn't think of it, you know, I didn't think to buy it beforehand. And, and yeah, and it worked quite well. And it, it was, you know, it, it felt really uh, light on my back and on my mind not to have my laptop with me. Like this thing weighs like over two kilograms and it's pretty bulky, right? It's, it's a 15 inch laptop, right? Um, and also, you know, it's, it's like, $2,000 worth of hardware. So not having to like, to like worry about it or, or having all my work stuff on it and, and thinking about work during my time off, uh, that was quite um, a relief. Hmm. <laughs> Glad to hear that. So uh, sharing this kind of stories, you know, uh, uh, and about, because you asked if, if, if you would be able to actually, you know, do it, pull it off with an iPad. <laughs> so for example, um, uh, back uh, one year ago when I was in Japan, we, we decided to organize, I was in Japan on holidays with my wife, so I only had my iPad Air with me and um, an iPhone. And um, we decided, you know, I'm, I was there in Japan, so we decided, you know, let's do a, you know, a meetup of, of NOSB users in Tokyo. And I, I contacted Apple Store Ginza, so the, the, the biggest Apple Store there in Tokyo, if, if they could, you know, get me, get me their, their auditorium. Uh, and then I promised to fill the the auditorium full, and uh, and we just sent out an email to our Japanese users, and we had it full in like 24 hours. So it was great. Nice. And I went there, and the best part was that the presentation was done on the iPad, because we were talking about new things coming to Nosby and everything. 
and my iPad was connected to the you know projector uh, in the Apple Store, and was also connected to the uh, Wi-Fi to the internet, and I was uh, launching Skype on my iPad because uh, my um, uh, one of our customer support re representatives was translating my presentation live. You know, was you know I, after I, I would speak some sentence in English, <laughs> they would speak it in Japanese. So I was uh, and I was uh, also my iPad was connected with with, with the audio out to the speakers in the auditorium so that people could actually see, hear her speak uh, Japanese to them. <laughs> so just think about it. My, my small iPad Air was used to drive the presentation, drive Skype, and then um, have all this, you know, audio uh, things going on. And Skype call, call just dropped once in the middle of the presentation. I dialed yeah. again and then went find until the very, very end. So it was really an amazing feat for an iPad used for a presentation. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, when was that? It was last year in Tokyo. Okay, okay. That's cool, that's cool. Yeah, and by the way, uh, last, last week we spoke about more Apple Watch use cases. Uh -huh. And I have to say, uh, during my London trip, I changed my mind about using an Apple Watch for navigation. Oh, Right. So, so the thing is, Apple Maps suck most of the time in most places. They're not terrible, but they're not that great. They don't work very well in my city, for example. So I, I, would, I would normally use Google Maps on my iPhone for navigating if I had to somewhere. But in London, I mean, it's London. So Apple Maps in London are perfect and they have all of the streets, all of the data, all of the buildings, and they have public transit information. Mm -hmm. So when I was, when I had to get somewhere, I would start a route on my iPhone. And then I found it really useful actually to have my watch guide me. So I would still sometimes look at, at, at my phone when I wasn't sure about some like complicated intersection or something. But in general, um, mm -hmm. although the, the sort of three long tabs versus, you know, five short tabs vibration pattern is, is stupid, um, it's still something that, oh, you know, after a few times you'll get it, oh, this is left, this is right. And so I would just be walking down the streets, listening to my podcast, and I would turn, you know, right or left in the right places and without even having to look at anything. And I could quickly glance at my watch to see like the next turn and how many meters from me that is, or tap on it to see the map. So it actually worked quite okay. Uh, there was one situation where I started going the wrong direction and I walked for like a mile before I realized I was going in the opposite direction because the Apple Watch would just show me um, like the next turn or, or, or something, but it never made me realize that I should turn around. Uh, so that was, you know, the, the, there's, there's more work to be done there. But in general, that was actually really useful. Yeah, and I think, I mean, that's, that's good that it worked. I mean, and I, and I think also like in a big city where you're there, you know, having, having to pull out your phone all the time is really awkward and you can, you know, very quickly lose it or, you know, somebody can stole it, steal it from you or maybe you can just drop it. And when you have the watch, it's, it's yeah. easier like this, right? Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I'll, you know, at, at least 
I've only been to like central London, uh, but I've I've done a lot of walking in a lot of places in the you know the the zone one. Um, yeah, and I've I've never like been anywhere where I would like fear feel uncomfortable or unsafe. But but still, it is pretty awkward to like have to stop and pull out your phone and sort of figure out where you have to go next. And especially if you're using Google Maps, then you have to you know unlock your phone and like see the route because with Apple Maps it's like integrated with the lock screen, so it's a bit better. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's definitely nicer to to just be walking and then sometimes glance at at the watch. Well, that's a use case. Um, so for me, uh, as speaking of the Apple Watch, I just uh, got um, a wristband for my Apple Watch. It's it's this kind of mm. uh, wristband, magnetic wristband. Yeah. I don't know the official name. I have to. I will have to Google the official name of it um, on the Apple. I think it's called Leather Loop. Yeah, Leather Loop. So so that's Leather Leather Loop. So the the cool thing about this wristband is that it's uh, that Apple actually doesn't make it for the thirty eight millimeter one. So um, uh, I have a thirty eight millimeter Apple Watch, and I I, I bought a third party wristband, mm. and it cost me you know thirty euro, which is uh, pretty cheap, and it it looks it, it works very well, it looks very nice, and the, the the best thing, it has nothing under you know underneath. So when I when I put my um, wrist on my uh, laptop, if I have to work on laptop, ah. I don't scratch anything. Right. Because the sport one has this thing that is scratching all the time the laptop, right? Um, not for me, but it, it depends on like which which hole you use. Yeah. I mean, for for me, it's like with you, it's it's asymmetrical. It's not directly underneath, but it's actually a a clever thing. I mean, you you normally design it to be like symmetrically underneath the watch face but it actually makes sense to be off center exactly because when it's off center then it's just you know yeah. uh, your uh, wristband is, is 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 resting on the on the uh, on the laptop then um, so it's really nice it's uh, and, and it's more elegant than the sports one so i will still still be using the sports one you know for sports but you know apart from that i will just yeah. change for, to this uh, leather loop um as more, more elegant and more convenient to use and yeah i thought i would never you know buy additional wristbands but uh, my mom my, my wife was shopping so i decided to join <laughs> yeah i'm pretty happy with the, the sports band i mean it, it you have to clean it regularly because it it like it it starts sort of developing this yeah this weird sort of i don't know how to call it like 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 these these tainted spots from sweat i guess uh but mm-hmm. you know when you when you sort of clean regularly and sort of rub the stuff off and it's, it's all right and it's really comfortable the only problem really that i have is that it's stretched over time so ah where i would i would use the fourth and or or the third hole before now that the third hole is is comfortable but sort of um loose and the and the second hole is is tight ah so uh, you know, I, I I can't adjust it perfectly to to be comfortable but not loose at all, um, and it actually um, got stretched over time, or my wrist got smaller. But that sounds unlikely. Yeah, I mean, my um, the leather loop is uh, is is good because it's very very flexible. You know, it can truly uh, right. and and the, the the magnetic thing is very nice. Yeah, it is. Uh, what else? Yeah, speaking of. Uh, my London trip. Actually, when I was getting back, 
I wasn't flying straight back to my town. Uh, I was actually flying back from London to to Krakow um, for the weekends, mm -hmm. uh, doing some some stuff with a friend, but uh, also got to visit Stan, our VP of Android. So uh, yeah, it was it was cool to stay at his place over the weekend and and gossip and talk about uh, which platform is better. Yeah, so um, for the listeners, um, just to give them some background uh, thing, uh, Radio and Radek and, and, and Stan, uh, I mean, they are, you know, building us before competing platforms. Uh, Stan is building us before Android, Radek is building us before iOS. And if you would check our Slack channel, you know, um, you would think that, 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 that these two guys hate each other because they just <laughs> keep... Oh yes, <laughs> they just keep sending each other, you know, uh, some angry comments about you know, which platform platform is superior, which is you know worse and stuff. And they, you know, whenever somebody writes something good about the platform, the other one is trolling it. And then, like, you would really yeah. think that they would kill each other. And then he goes to visit Stan. He goes to stay at his place, and he's alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He he didn't kill me in my sleep. Um, he didn't poison my tea in the breakfast. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's really you know <laughs> that's the thing you know that's uh, that's the cool thing <laughs> about our team. We're really close friends, although you know the close friends also are you know picking on each other and you know fighting with each other and trolling each other. <laughs> but um, so on on you know on the outside you fight so much you know um, but on the other hand you support each other just to make sure that you know Nosby is best on all the platforms. Yeah, and actually um, there there have been perhaps not not like close collaborations but 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 there's been um some inspiration uh derived from the work i do on ios for android and the other way around like <laughs> it, it's it's pretty cool to, to see this internal competition where i would like implement some feature and then stan would implement the same thing but better on android and then i'm like i'm not going to leave it like this like this cannot stand. <laughs> so that's fun. And I think uh, during my traveling, uh, you've shipped something, a new feature. You mean the templates? Yeah, yeah. So and then actually, you sh you, you you even shipped a, a, a template yourself. Well, you 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 asked me to, so. <laughs> yeah, I I. No, but it, it's actually uh, it's actually funny because uh, I. I, I was going to make that template anyway, like af after this, uh, I made a template called uh, like international travel checklist uh, because during my travel, like I have a, I have a packing checklist, right? It's, it's a separate thing. And because of that, I, I don't normally like fail to pack something, but I, I realized that I, I came to London and I realized I don't have a power adapter because it's not on my packing checklist. Because it's, I mean, I, I, I guess it should be, but but in our, well, there are a few things that are sort of related to a travel destination itself. Like uh, you have to figure out a local SIM card to have some mobile internet, and maybe you need a, a local power adapter or local currency, and etc. So I made this checklist. I was going to anyway, and uh, I I shared it on Nosby. That how exactly because. Um, I mean, we, we shared, the, as we mentioned in the last episode, we were talking, we were going to do the templates. We we're talking about my favorite matrix thing going on there. Yes. And um, 
uh, yeah, we shipped them last year, last week, and you know, people and not just because I say so, people were creating templates, but people started sharing their templates. So it's an exciting time. Actually, today we will be you know emailing our Nosby users about it and about the templates that we have already created and the templates that have been created by our users. Mm. I'm actually after this uh, this this conversation with you, I'm going to um, finish up two templates that I was cooking myself as well, mm-hmm. and um, it's. It's you know it's it's hard for people to some for some people to grasp why I th- I'm so excited about, about by this and why it's so important and why they should really care about it. But when they start using them, they they start uh, getting that. And um, you know we'll see over the next you know few months how this develops. But uh, I see already very cool and not be how templates um, are being implemented. So basically, again uh, we talked about it, but I'm going to explain it again. You can create a template for out of mm-hmm. the project. And then you can uh, share this template. Uh, I mean, just when you click publish this template, you, you get a unique URL. And this URL you can share with anyone you want. Or, And it's a very unique, so it's really hard to, you know, it's impossible uh, to, to find it uh, uh, by accident. But then you can share it with the world. And then the link is public and people can access the template. Mm-hmm. And we encourage our users to use uh, hashtag NosbyHow and publish their templates and they started doing that and uh, I'm excited because uh, this is what I want to you know have that that Nosby, uh, that Nosby becomes not only a personal productivity tool but also it um, forces people to actually um, it, 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 to use structured information to get things done even those who will not use uh, who would normally not use Nosby and uh, they don't have to have, use Nosby. Actually, they, they can use any Nosby How template without a Nosby account. They just open the link, and they can. And 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 it's a. Yeah, um, this link is. I mean, this uh, Nosby How template is responsive, which means it works. You know, on the iPhone, on Android, and on on a Mac, on on any you know browser. So they can use it right away. So, for example, your international travel checklist, you know, we will, you know, publish it and anyone can use it. Anyone can, and we actually, you know, put it in the show notes. Um, anyone can, can use this template uh, to, to, uh, to make sure that they have their, you know, their stuff with them. And actually, they can modify your template. And if they have, not, have an OSB account, they can actually add it to their OSB account. But if they don't, they can just use your template and modify it. And the one, the modified version, they will always see in their browser because it's the, the, what they modify is saved in their cookie in the browser. So, um, so in this case, we really use cookies for the good stuff, not for tracking and spooking and, and I mean, uh, you know, yes. spying on you. Uh, we use the cookies actually to store your information so that when you get back to your template, this is your customized version of the template. So feel free to, for example, steal Radix template. Yeah. Just use it, uh, you know, reorganize it, you know, add your stuff, add your comments and, and, and use it yourself for your, you know, international travel. Travels. Yeah, and and like that's that's what the 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 template that the checklist is is all about. Like it's meant to be uh, modified. Like it has a lot of stuff that's not going to be relevant for for many sort of travel projects. Let's just say. So what you do is like create a a project from the template, or just use it like directly from Tenosby Howling. You can do it this way, and and uh, you know delete stuff that that doesn't matter and add stuff that's relevant and use it like that, right? And also, uh, I think it's cool because um, this is sort of the first version. This is almost like a proof of concept. Like, yes, uh, there are many ways in which it could, uh, it, it, it will uh, work better. But it's enough to yeah. to like be able to easily share those templates. Uh, and so, like, actually, if you're interested, mm-hmm. uh, the the Nosby account on Twitter 
has been sharing today a, a bunch of links to people's uh, public templates. So uh, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, and mo most of them are, you know, appear in Nosby How with Nosby How hashtags. Oh, so if true. you search for Nosby How to hashtag, you'll find lots of solutions there. So we can actually link to the Nosby How hash hashtag, you know, in the in the show notes, and people could find different solutions for different people. I mean, just like yesterday was, um, we record on Tuesday. Tomorrow it's Wednesday. Tomorrow we publish this podcast. Yesterday was Monday, and actually I was doing my weekly review, and then when I started to do my weekly review. I received a weekly review template from Mike Saint-Pierre, who's a very, um, very good, uh, very good friend of Nosby and very good friend of the show and a listener. So he, uh, he actually published his, you know, weekly review thing. So just in time when I was starting my weekly review, I, I got to, I got a glance, a glimpse into how he is doing his. So I could compare and also, um, improve my weekly review. So it's really cool. Yeah. And actually uh, another, um, friend of Nosby, Marcus Platt, uh, he just today I noticed he, he made a, a template with like a list of interesting and cool places to see in London. And I wish I, I had that template a, a week earlier. You see? Because I see things there that I have not seen and have not heard of in London. And I'm sure there are things that I would enjoy there. So, uh, yeah, but I, I guess uh, this way it will be useful for me the next time I visit London, which I'm surely going to do. Yeah, and uh, we're um, definitely <laughs> uh, going to visit London many times, <laughs> moreover. So and, uh, what we'll also be doing is uh, we have this Nosby uh, website um, where, where we'll publish uh, also like a directory of, of, of the most interesting templates. And uh, also on our blog, we will be publishing them. So um, really, it's, it's, you know, we were, uh, we had this discussion and then now, now you get, so after this, you get a really... Uh, behind the scenes thing so uh, I don't, you don't know because you were on vacation but um, I, I yeah last week before I shipped this before we shipped the nosby.how templates I got into a heated discussion with the development team because they said you know uh, Michael we shouldn't be shipping this this is not yet ready for you know public release you know we still see bugs we know that there are issues there we know that things are not working the way they should in some places so we have to test it more. We have to, you know, you cannot just, you know, write an email and tell people mm. just use the templates. This is not ready. So, uh, and being an optimist as I am and forward <laughs> moving guy as I am, I, um, I was pushing. No, we have to ship this. We have to, you know, we don't know what it is. We don't know how, how I mean, I believe in this project. I believe in this idea. I think it's going to be really useful for people. But until we ship it, until we see other people use it, we don't know. So why should we polish this, you know, and make it better and then ship it one month later if we can ship it now and have the first early adapters, first early people who understand the concept use it. So it was a heated debate. Uh, so what I, I gave in in a way that I, I, I really made sure that in the email and in the announcement, I highlighted that it's a, it's a you know, early pre-release version that is an earlier version that you have to actually download a beta version of our application be able to create a template like this. So to make sure that, you know, only the power users use it. But yeah. I made the point, we have to ship it first because we have to understand how people will use it. We have to see how people use it. So there was really, it was a heated debate. And uh, yeah, uh, I used my, uh, as you say, I used my boss card mm. <laughs> that we are shipping this anyway, but I, uh, but I changed a little bit my, you know, the, the, the style of, 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 of conversation and the, the announcement. <laughs> To make sure 
to make sure that it's you know it's it's not a release yet. We will we will want to release these templates. Um, I mean, not be how publicly to everyone in in December. But before we do that, I already wanted to before we release. I wanted to already have a bunch of really cool templates from our users ready. Actually, have heard of it because, as I said, uh, we we shared some uh, gossip with Stan, and uh, he 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 did mention <laughs> how. Uh, uh, how you you did uh, use your your, your bus card uh, to pu to push that uh, <laughs> and some other things too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we originally wanted to to ship two point six with uh, with templates with public templates for uh, for Black Friday because we always do this this big promotional Black Friday. Uh, it doesn't seem like we'll quite make it with the official release but uh yeah at least we we have a, a public beta and uh i i only only today really play with the the build that that has template sharing so i don't really have an opinion whether that was a good idea or not but uh we'll see i mean i'm you know i i think it's just too early to make conclusions if there was a, a good move or not, uh, but what I'm interested in is is seeing the reaction from our power users, and and uh, I've been watching Twitter today to see uh, what sort of stuff people share. So yeah, yeah, and actually speaking of uh, shipping Nosby, uh, if uh, if you the listener <laughs> are using Nosby on iOS, then I'm really 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 sorry that we still don't have 2.5, let alone. 2.6 on the App Store, we've had some real serious issues with uh, actually shipping our app on the App Store. And it's like, there's been this, this technical problem preventing us from, from even submitting the app to the app review so that Apple can say yes or no. <laughs> and yeah, like, like generally, like the first thing I did is well, I'm going to Google for this uh, error message and see what comes up. And there was nothing. And the first thing you think of when you can't find a thing in Google is that this thing does not exist. <laughs> right. Like if, it, if it's not in Google, it's not a thing. Uh, so I assumed, well, I'm searching for it wrong. Um, tried some other things, found like one question which uh, which was sort of related but not quite the same on stack overflow but with no answers and still nothing so okay if no one has this problem then i'm doing something stupid i'm doing something wrong with the code um so there was a lot of back and forth like trying out different things but no it just seems like we are this you know 0.0001% edge case and accidentally got ourselves in a in a situation that just about no one else apparently hit and our app is stuck in a limbo where we cannot we just can't put it into review on the app store because it, like there's this one weird thing that just doesn't pass validation it's it's um incorrect to, to do it this way, but we also can't change it because you cannot change this thing. So that's super frustrating. And I, about the only thing that, only reasonable thing that we can do is ask for Apple's help. Uh, but as you can imagine, um, that takes a while. And it's been uh, like one and a half weeks since I, I um, contacted them directly. And 
almost like over two weeks since I emailed them originally. And uh, so far, um, so far nothing. Just uh, have to wait. But did, did they reply to you or anything? Yeah, uh, I mean, I originally sent an email, uh, but then got um, tired of waiting because I knew that like it's going to be stuck in some queue somewhere. Might take days until um, it's going to be read. So I called them on the phone, and I was like bounced to a, a, a senior person, and he looked over the situation and concluded that yeah, this is this is really stupid. This is uh, <laughs> this is wrong, and. Uh, <laughs> I, I, we we really sh- shouldn't be in this situation, uh, but like he cannot help me directly. Like this, this has to be um, elevated to the engineering team, and they have to fix it, and they have to like I don't know tweak something in, in the database directly to allow me to do something that's that we need to do. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I guess now this is on their queue stuck somewhere and I'm frustrated and I don't know what to do because I don't, I don't know how, how much longer it will take. Like maybe it will be just, you know, maybe we're just on the edge and like tomorrow or by the end of the week, um, they'll contact me back saying, oh, here, fixed. You're welcome, right? But it could be that it's going to take a long time and, and this is really stupid. Yeah, so this is where we are with iOS, and which is really frustrating because we are on the verge of shipping 2.6 and 2.5 is still not on, on iOS. <laughs> and the, the worst thing is that, as, as you said, we cannot even, you know, send them to review, yet alone, you know, let alone, you know, wait for the review. Right, which, which in itself takes a week normally. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah. I, I, I've, I've been slightly, you know, frustrated in the past. Not a big deal, but because of the app review, we have this this pipeline of versions where we sort of work full time on a new version for maybe two weeks or three weeks, and have we have this one week this release candidate period where we like fix any bugs fixed and sort of make sure we don't ship a buggy app, but we also start working on the next version, and then there's this, the week where it's submitted, it's sort of shipped, but we still wait for Apple. And so we have these two versions that overlap, which is sort of annoying because you have these two different things on your mind during this this overlap period for two weeks. But now we currently have 2.4 on the App Store. 2.5 is done, shipped everywhere except for iOS. 2.6 is almost done. Uh, It's done as far as iOS is concerned. And I actually started working with things to the next version, to 2.7. Uh, because like it's going to take more time than half until we ship 2.6. So there's this four-version pipeline, and it really, really annoys me. Yeah, four-version pipeline, really promising thing. You know, I mean, what I like about our you know product development is the fact that we do ship versions. If you are a user, you can appreciate that. We actually ship a new version almost every month, practically. Right. But now we are stuck with this and we cannot ship more. So um, let's see if, if we get this figured out. And um, this Friday is um, Black Friday. Mm. And Black Friday means Nosby sale. Mm. And Nosby sale means getting ready for it because it's a, it's a, it's a big thing. People really like sales. I don't blame them. <laughs> I like sales too. <laughs> I also buy stuff on Black Friday, and they um, 
Actually, for us, it's a, it's a good timing, the Black Friday sale. Not only, you know, because it's Black Friday and it's a sale and people buy it because it's, you know, they get, you know, it's, it, it must be cheaper than they would normally have. But also, it's in the end of November. So people commit to NOS before a year because, I mean, our, our yearly uh, plan is on sale. So they commit to NOS before a year, which means, hopefully, that in December, they will, you know, organize themselves uh, in NOSBY and uh, get organized. And then they will start, you know, a new year fresh with a productivity system, you know, everything organized and everything. So, <laughs> so for, for us, for us the, the Black Friday sale is, is, makes sense <laughs> in a way. It does. It does. And also, it's a culmination of what we have done this year. You know, just like Nosby How, you know, was in the works. You know, all of all of the improvements we've done to the app, everything. You know, we can show off right now. <laughs> we can ask our customers, you know, for their stamp of approval by just you know using the sale and 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 getting Nosby for another year, and then committing them, helping them commit to actually get things done. So it's a it's a good timing for us. <laughs> 